Welcome to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the latest marketing trends, tools, and tips, and provide you with the top resources you need to thrive and make your marketing mesmerizing. And now, here's your host, Dimple Dang. Welcome back, my Mesmerizing Marketing Tribe. Today, we're going to be talking about how to put together an effective marketing strategy and marketing plan for 2023. You know that 2023 is around the corner. If you wait till January, it's going to be too late and you're going to be behind. So today, I'm going to talk about how you can put together an effective marketing strategy that's going to work and what some of the things are that you should avoid when you are putting together a marketing plan for your business, for your brand, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you are a small business, either way. So the first step in putting together an effective marketing strategy is to really identify who your target market and who your target audience is. So you have to have a thorough understanding of your target market. And if you don't know who that is, you need to sit down and you really need to think about it. If someone came up to you and said, oh, who do you work with or who do you sell to? You know, who's your target market? If you don't understand who they are, you're not going to know which social media platforms are best to actually do your marketing on in order to reach them. You're not going to know what channels they use. It also means that if you don't identify, you know, your target market, it also means that you could be targeting too broad of an audience and your message and the impact of your message is not going to be effective if it's just reaching everybody, but it's not reaching the right people. The goal of marketing is to make sure that your marketing messages are reaching the right people who have the propensity to buy what you're selling or who have a need for your product or service. So when I talk about who your target market and audience is, this is what I need you to understand. You have to think about things like, are they male? Are they female? What age range are they in? Where do they live? What are their buying habits? What do they like to do in their spare time? What keeps them up at night? You need to know as much information about your target audience as possible in order to market to them. For example, with Facebook ads, there's very targeted marketing, but you have to know who your audience is in order to take advantage of marketing to those people. You have the ability to pick from age, male, female. You have the ability to test AB factors in terms of like, okay, which video performed better, which visual image performed better, which ad performed better, and even which target audience performed better. And you can divide them up into different groups of buckets to test against each other. But you have to know that information first. So I would say sit down, get a piece of paper out after you listen to this podcast, listen to the section again, and write everything down that you need to identify about your target market audience. And just write down whatever information you know and what information you don't know You can actually research that. You can also just ask them. You can ask them what they're interested in. You can ask them, you know, what keeps them up at night. You know, social media is so great now for putting a poll in your Instagram stories, putting a poll on LinkedIn, 
So before you launch a new product or service, see what your audience really wants, see what their pain points are, see what's important to them, and then create the product or service to actually accommodate their needs. Because then you're going to know that you already have people that are going to be interested in your offer. And that's going to help you convert that offer into sales. It's going to help you convert those potential clients into paid clients. And that's really very important when you're running a business. Now, the other thing that's really important is, you know, when you're starting out or you have a startup, you don't want to drain your marketing budget very quickly on things that are what I call the glitz and the glam, like TV advertisements and billboards. So once you've identified your target audience, the next step is to determine where they spend their time. Where can you find these people? Can you find them online? Okay, then which social media platform do they like to use? Do they spend their time on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter? And maybe it's a combination of a couple of different platforms. But depending on what business you're in, what your industry is, LinkedIn might be better suited for you versus for another industry. Let's say it's, you know, retail, it might be Instagram or Pinterest. So you really have to understand the different social media platforms. You have to understand how they work, what purpose they serve. And if you're not familiar with utilizing social media, definitely start learning about it. I have over 60 episodes on my podcast all about marketing. You can download episodes all about Instagram, about LinkedIn, and you can learn from just even listening to my episodes. And obviously, if you need more help, you can go to the show notes and you can request a free consultation. And I'm happy to help you with your entire marketing strategy. But when you identify the platform, that's going to be key. If you identify one or two platforms that you need to create content for, then you can put together a content marketing strategy in terms of what type of content do you plan on creating? How often are you going to create this content? How often are you going to post this content? So then you can create what I like to call a content calendar. And I would say do it first initially for each quarter, do it for like a 90 day period. A 90 day period is going to give you a clear idea of what content to create, where to go, You're not going to be struggling every week to determine what content you should be posting. And that's really, really important. So one of the ways that I like to come up with ideas for what type of content to create is I use a tool called Answer the Public. It's a website. You just go to Google, you type in Answer the Public, and you put in a keyword that's relevant to your industry. For example, if you are an estate planning lawyer, you can put in the word estate planning or succession planning. And you can see, you can hit enter and you're going to see all of these questions that come up. It's going to take a few seconds to pull up the questions and it's going to tell you these are the most commonly asked questions that the public is asking about on Google pertaining to the keyword that you typed in, for example, estate planning. Then the next step is you can take that information and you can determine which questions are appealing to you that you would like to create content on. Now, one idea for creating content will be to create short form videos in the form of TikTok and Instagram reels. And you can take each question and you can turn it into a one minute, what's called a video reel, and you can talk about answering that question. So what I like to do with this document is, so once you have put in the keyword, 
let's say estate planning, you hit enter, it's going to give you a list of questions that are most commonly asked by other people on Google pertaining to the word estate planning. Then what you're going to do is you're going to also export that into an Excel document. So it's going to give you all the information. Then the circular photo that you see with all the questions, you're going to download that. You're going to take a photo of it with your phone because I like to compare the circular wheel image that has all the questions with the questions in the document because the ones that are in the darker green color, the questions, those are more popular. So you may not like to use all the questions. You may want to pick some and you may want to add some of your own. So what I like to do is I like to compare the Excel document that has all the questions with the photo document image that tells you which questions are more popular. And I like to delete whatever I'm not going to use. And then what you're going to do is you're going to put these columns. You're going to put a column for topics and that's going to be the topic or the question. Then you're going to put a column for platforms. Platforms is going to be which platforms you're going to create this content for. And then you're going to put also another section, a column that's going to say, you know, status and status means you're going to say, has the content been produced? It's in production or it's ready to edit or ready to post. Okay. Then you're going to put another section after that for notes. So notes will be any detailed notes that you need to put that will help you understand better where the process is for that piece of content. And if you do the search on answer the public once or twice a day, cause they will give you, I, I think around two searches for free, you're going to have enough content ideas for the entire quarter for the entire next 90 days. And that is going to just be your guide to what type of content you need to create. And it's also going to help you be more committed because if you're sitting there every day, figuring out what content to create, it's going to be really, really unorganized and it's not going to be consistent. And when it comes to marketing, consistency is key. I know for a lot of business owners, it's difficult to make time for their marketing and it gets put on the back burner. However, remember that impact of you putting the marketing on the back burner is going to impact you a few months later where business is going to be slow. And then you're going to be scrambling on why business is slow and how to get business. And then you want to focus on marketing, but marketing is not an overnight thing. You don't just flip the switch on and the next day you get leads. It might be possible in certain types of, you know, marketing like pay-per-click, but even that takes a lot of tweaking, investment, testing, so you have to be consistent with your marketing. And if in 2022, you know that you have slacked off in your marketing, you've not made time for it, you put it on the back burner, it's time to prioritize your marketing because your marketing is the one thing that's going to help you grow your business and it's going to help you grow your revenue. And it's going to help you build a sustainable business that down the road you can sell. Imagine if you create a couple of different websites and you are creating blog content for these sites and you know, you're optimizing it for search engine optimization for SEO and it ranks on page one of Google. And a lot of the articles rank on page one of Google. Well, guess what? When you retire that website and all of the assets that go with it is something that you can sell because there's someone out there that would love to pay for a pre-made website that they can tweak according to their brand 
but it already has the SEO built in. It already has the rankings that are ranking. People will pay a lot of money for that. So even if you're investing in paying someone to help you with that part of it, you're going to get all of that money back one day. If you decide to sell the business, if you decide to sell the asset of the website, because you have taken your time and investment to build it up. And that's always a powerful thing. So keep that in mind. So, so far we've discussed that the first step is to identify your target market. And then the second step is to determine what platforms that your target market spends their time on. And then next you want to create a content marketing strategy and a content calendar, what type of content you're going to create for your business. Okay. So next it's time for you to evaluate where you're going to invest your marketing efforts and your budget into. And while there are things such as billboards and radio and TV, those are good to build your brand if you have extra marketing budget to allocate to that. If your primary budget is going to go to, let's say, billboards only, that's never a good idea for a couple of reasons. Because one, you're not diversifying. And if that doesn't work, then you don't have a plan B. Also, some of these methods can be very, very big budget. And if you don't have a big budget, then you really want to focus on optimizing low cost channels. And one of the best things that you can utilize in terms of a low cost channel is social media, because social media is great for raising awareness and increasing engagement. It is going to help seal the deal. It's going to help you close the client. And it is that one thing that makes a difference between them doing business with you and your competitor. And if you learn how to leverage social media in terms of what's hot right now, what is really working for others? Well, I would definitely say consider TikTok. It's no longer just for kids. Trust me, there are people on there that are business owners, that are doctors, that are lawyers. They're all ages of people even in their 60s and 70s. And people are creating content and they are actually monetizing and they're making money. But again, that itself takes its own marketing strategy. It takes commitment. It takes creating the content, but you have to pick. Either you have to spend some time into doing those things yourself, or you have to pay for paid ads and advertising and SEO, but you have to do something. So you have to just pick what's best, but you also have to make sure that you're not just doing only one thing, that you're diversifying, that you're doing email marketing, you're doing content creation like blogs for the website that are SEO optimized. You want to be doing social media, of course. You want to be doing all of these things and have this diversity because it's also allowing you to reach a broader audience because not everyone is on Instagram, right? Or maybe everyone who's on Facebook might be on Facebook, but some of those people may not be on Instagram and vice versa. So by using cross promotions and cross channels as well, it's going to help you reach a broader audience. Okay. This is another thing I want to talk about. So when it comes to marketing, What a lot of people do is they always look at their competitors and they always look at their websites and they look at what they're doing and they just talk about them and they want to copy and imitate their competitors. And I think that that's not really the best way to go about it because what you want is you want to have a brand 
that's really unique, that's uniquely yours, that makes your brand, you know, different from everyone else. Because when you think about it, if you are a divorce lawyer and there's like thousands of other divorce lawyers in your state, right? How are you going to set yourself apart from everyone else if you're just doing what everyone else is doing? You're not, right? You're not. So you really have to make sure that you take the time to come up with what your value proposition is and what makes your brand different. If I were to come to you and ask you, what makes you unique? How are you different from your competitors? I would want you to be able to answer those questions. And if you're not able to answer those questions, then it's something that you definitely should be getting out a piece of paper, writing that down and putting it together. Because when you write things down and you can see them and you can read them later, it's going to give you more clarity. And it's also going to help you brainstorm more ideas in terms of how you can best market your business, right? But definitely having a brand that is unique, that is identifiable, that has consistency is going to help you stand out in a marketplace. And also having a brand, you know, that you're building based on tying it to something that is a cause is always, always a great thing because people love to support brands that tie to a cause or that have a bigger why or that are trying to make a difference in the world. And the reason why people identify with those type of brands is that they want to be part of something big. They want to contribute to making the world a better place and making a difference. So give that some consideration as well. So once you've done all of these things, then the next step really is you also have to obviously determine what your marketing budget is going to be and where you want to allocate that budget. And then you also want to determine what can you do that maybe doesn't require a budget, but it requires a little bit of your time. And that might be creating video content, going live on social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook. And it's also like going back to the basics, I think like old school, thinking about all of your clients or all of your customers that you've worked with throughout the years, reach out to them. You know, now the time is perfect because you have a reason to reach out. We're going into a new year. You have a reason to send them a card. That's going to be a reminder of who you are, wishing them a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year or a beautiful holiday season, right? And I think it also makes sense because for over two years, we've been in a pandemic. We have not gone to events as much. We have not, you know, seen people in real life as much and things are, yeah, somewhat back to normal, but quite frankly, they're never going to be the same. So the other thing is you want to think about if there's people that would be good referral partners for you, you want to identify who those people are and you want to get in touch with them. And you want to see if they'd like to meet for a holiday lunch, see how you can support them and how they can support you. Now, the key to, you know, this arrangement is that you really also have to be willing to see what they need help with, because you don't just want to go to someone and say, oh, can you send me referrals? Can you this? That's never a good thing. You generally want to be able to have this partnership where you also are going to see what they need help with. And you're willing to send referrals to them. You're willing to give them guidance, whatever it happens to be. But, you know, referrals are still the number one source for getting business. 
But I just want to clarify, that should not be your only primary source of getting leads and business coming in. So you need to have a marketing plan. You need to have a marketing strategy. You need to have a marketing budget. You need to do all that, right? But you also need to go back to the old school tactics of, you know, meeting people face to face and, and shaking hands sometimes and, you know, or having even a zoom meeting and connecting with someone and getting to know them and really getting to know who they know, even getting back to going on LinkedIn and connecting with more people, you know, more people in the industry that you want to be known in, or you want people to know who you are, or maybe they have connections that they can connect you with. And it takes a little bit of time and effort, but guess what? That doesn't cost you any money if you're doing it yourself. Not at all. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on how to create an effective marketing strategy for 2023. And if you need help putting together a marketing strategy and plan for next year, go to the show notes, fill out the form for a free consultation, and I would be happy to jump on a quick call with you and see how I can help you. Also, make sure that you are writing everything down, your marketing plan, write it down. Even if you don't know how to write the entire plan, write down as much as you can. Cause when you have it on paper and you read it, things are going to come to you that you forgot about. Ideas are going to come to you and also put deadlines on it. Deadlines are so important. Put a deadline on yourself that, Hey, I want to make sure that my marketing strategy is dialed in by January 2nd, whatever the date is. And then this way, you know what you need to do between December and January 2nd to make that happen. All right, you guys, I want to wish everyone, all my listeners, all my audience, all my friends, a very, very happy and safe Thanksgiving. I want to thank all of you who've supported my podcast, Mesmerizing Marketing, from the very beginning. And those of you who are just tuning in now too, thank you so much. And if you have not subscribed yet, make sure you subscribe. And if you're enjoying all my podcast episodes, make sure you take a moment to leave me a detailed review on Apple Podcasts. All right, happy Thanksgiving and have a great holiday season. Thank you for listening to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe to the show so you don't ever miss an episode and also share it with your friends. Dimple would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review and visit the podcast website to check out all the latest episodes at www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. That's www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. And follow Dimple on Clubhouse. Her handle is Marketing Expert. And also join her Mesmerizing Marketing Club also on Clubhouse for live rooms on top marketing strategies for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to mesmerize their marketing. 